Hey cool kids, you're back with Beat Motel. Day two of Right in the Corners in Ipswich. It's the 10th of June. You can hear the applause for Anthony Samirik. I'll tell you more when I found somewhere quiet. Right, before I, before I give you a review of Anthony Semeckis, I am here with Luke Smith, and he wants me to tell you something very important about the toilets at the baths. What is it, Luke? I mean, they're hygienic, they're clean, but they're very, very well installed. Uh, they're very well installed. Uh, who, who installed them, Luke? I, I, I did. <laughs> cool, right, Anthony Semeckis. <laughs> yeah, we're getting some plugs in here, taking advertising. So, Anthony Semeckis, very cool, very chill very very charismatic quite funny very gentle and it's one of those acts i knew i was surprised at how many of the tracks i knew actually there was at least two or three that i've heard probably on the a list on six music but live band good vibes i'm always quite impressed at how well some of these acts managed to do considering they're playing well anti-smoke just played at four o'clock roughly on a very hot and sunny Saturday afternoon here in Ipswich. I think it was at St Stephen's, which is a recently converted church, and it was really hot in there because it's fucking hot today. I think it's the only time I've ever been hot in a church, but it's a better last church experience than Anthony Zemeckis had. Apparently, last time he was in a church, he shared with the crowd, uh, he was macked in the forehead with a massive crucifix. So, no crucifix accidents here, and now we're going to move on to another venue for another gig. Thanks for tuning in again. Let's get on with it. Right, we're still talking about the toilets at the bars because <laughs> they just made a very good point. The bars is like Norwich waterfront, similar, 400 capacity, which yeah. is same same as Norwich, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. But yeah. it's nicer because it's got air conditioning and the sweat doesn't drip off the ceilings. Yeah, yeah, and it hasn't got that dirty, grimy vibe that Norwich has. Dirty, grimy vibe. That must be the most spinal tap thing you've said to me for a while. A dirty, vibey vibe. Floor was a bit sticky last night. Oh, the floor! I'm not going to keep going on about because I mentioned on the podcast last night I had a fall at the Corn Exchange. I'm going to stop recording now, otherwise you'll just hear about it again. Just stepped out of uh, Moorish Idols at the Baths. Unfortunately, I don't have time to stay for the whole set because we want to dash off to somewhere else. I just want to talk about them for a little bit. Moorish Idols, uh, part of a class of band that just seems to really have their shit together. I don't remember there being many bands like this in the past, but they play a sort of '80s power pop kind of vibe maybe a little bit like old J or something as well very very cool nice to hear a saxophone and surprising to hear a flute now Morris High is one of the many bands that I've noticed at this festival who are playing Fender Offset guitars just for a geek moment for a geek note rather and I don't know if everyone had a meeting but they all seem to be using them so like the jazz master or the, the jaguar or i can't tell the difference between them but yeah morris idols well worth a look i'm gonna gonna look them up when i get home nice thing about festivals like they're seeing so many bands even if i can't stay for the whole set it's like window shopping window shopping for later investigation but morris idols at the bars very cool we're now heading back to st stephen's church which is going to be hot to watch death crash and I can't remember anything about Death Crash, so hopefully the next little bit of this podcast episode will be me telling you exactly what they're like. Death Crash at St. Stephen's. <laughs> that was cool as hell. They make some very sexy noises. So outside now to talk about Death Crash. Bit of a highlight so far. Quite surprised. They were billed as a, something that's emotional and building into something larger, which they absolutely do. But they do the light and the dark without making you sit around and wait for it for a long time. 
I mean, they started with a, a fairly light sound, not a million miles away from the sort of band you might have heard playing in the bronze in Buffy the Vampire's Lair, but very quickly developed into something far heavier. Proof again that you don't have to be down-tuned to hell to be heavy. Uh, my wife said they sound a bit like Biffy Clyro, and she's sitting deliberately distance from me so that I don't ask her to speak. Yeah, she's saying nothing at all. Anyway, Death Crash, very cool. Some bits reminded me a bit of... What did you say? Mogwai, there we go. Yep, brilliant stuff. This is a good festival. Right, so from St Stephen's, we are now heading to... Corn Exchange. Corn Exchange. Right. It's weird, it's like... Oh my God, it's quarter to seven, I can have a pint. Brilliant. Sort of something I want to add about Death Crash. They're heavy as hell, but they've played with incredible restraint. If you're making that kind of light and dark shades music, some bands just... Once they hit the heavy, they'll stick with it. But, yeah, Death Crash put a lot more colours, used a lot more colours of the uh, light and dark palette rather than just flashing on and off like some sort of sonic lighthouse. Another band to look up when I get home. Very cool. Just caught a bit of Triptides at the Corn Exchange. That was a Swing Your Pants band. <laughs> yeah, Swing Your Pants band. Now, I love everything that happens here, but the Corn Exchange can suffer a bit from being a big echoey cabin. That being said, Triptide sound kind of suited that. Sort of Californian white denim type, I don't know, I don't want to say yacht rock, but <laughs> not for not a million miles off. But pretty cool, I'm surprised how much I like it. In the same way that if you told me what white denim sound like on paper, I'd probably never listen to them, but I like them. So Triptides, we only caught a little bit because we're now heading off to the Smokehouse, which is the smallest venue of the festival. A capacity of, well, 80, but you can only sell about 60 tickets, and I only know that because my band has sold it out a few times. Ha ha, shut up, Andrew. Right, <laughs> right. so here we go. We're going to go to the Smokehouse early because we want to see Kyoto Kyoto, which we are going to see because Luke the Plumber said they were good. In the corn exchange, I saw somebody drop a tiny bit of their drink <laughs> and somebody, somebody shot in with a a little wet floor sign and loads of blue toweling to mop it up and I thought that's probably because of me so do with the melody the, the, the melody and the breaks the kind of twinkly sort of uh... this is Emma talking about death death crash and I think it's worth listening to what what Biffy Clyro song reminded one of their tracks remind you Christopher's River which was an early album it was on an early album and it had some really sort of lovely kind of ballady twinkly bits and some really good breaks and then some really heavy guitar then cuts in just the contrast between you know ballad and you know metal just lovely thank you very much Emma isn't she great Kyoto Kyoto at the Smokehouse, the smallest venue. Tiny little place, which felt particularly small having seen many of the much larger venues here. But Kyoto Kyoto, I, geez, I had to give myself a while to think about how to even describe them. Uh, melt banana, discover black metal, and the music of the Scottish Highlands, possibly. Just <laughs> almost at this stage of the festival, having seen so many bands, almost too much to absorb. But a lot of black metal troops, like the Double Kick and the uh, infamous disco beat black metal. And say, I think it's a fife. It's not a flute, it's higher than a flute. And just a lot. 
a lot of time signature changes, a lot of complexity, a lot of heaviness, tiny little roots, very, very, very hot. Uh, I'm going to put this one, I'm going to put Kyoto Kyoto down to, yep, another one to look after, uh, look up when I get home. Right, I'm in the toilets with Callus. Dan, tell me what you just told me about Fat Dog. I think Fat Dog sound like Mr. Bungle if they started recently and had more modern influences. Nice. But also there's a layer of like 80s synth pop in there as well. They're just a, a festival band. If you're yeah. going to form a band to deliberately play at 1 or 2 a.m. at a festival. Their intro was cocky as well. Like, I thought like this band... <laughs> I like that. But, yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's like, you best fucking... Like, if you come in and you're shit, you're going to be fucked, in my view. But actually, <laughs> they, they, they did... They were really good. And they were really good stage presence. I was genuinely like... When you see bands dressed up, you also a bit like, am I going to have fun or is this just going to, like, make me want to, like, dig a grave for them and bury them on their behalf? Because <laughs> it is, like, comedy, isn't it? Like, you can never tell, like, whether it's going to be, like, this is really good. Like, I think to dress up like twats, you have to have good music to back it. And yes, I am saying they're dressed up like twats. Because they know yeah, they're dressed yeah. up like twats. No, of course they do. They but love it. They, they, I think they pull it off. Yeah. Like you say, you, you've got to, if you're going to rely on looking like twats to get the crowd interested, you're going to fail. But I if also, you've got it to back yeah. it up... I also watched their drummer pull a uh, beer down the arse crack of their singer <laughs> when, they are, when they were outside. I think they're all quite fucking what, what, hammered. What, what, what? Yeah, not, sat... not like on stage. No, 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 no. Yeah, before they were all sat outside and his bum crack was hanging out. He goes, "Oh, watch this!" and he just poured beer down his arse crack. <laughs> and look, he was in hysterics, and the rest of the band didn't find it funny whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a band to watch, isn't it? No, I, I need a piss. Where are you going to yeah. go? You're gonna I'm going to go that one. You I'm go, go for a piss. Yeah. You can probably tell from that enthusiastic conversation with Callus that Fat Dog absolutely ripped the place to pieces uh, at the bars in Ipswich. Now, I've heard from a little birdie that they have just signed a very good record deal with a very good record label. And I think out of every band I've seen this weekend, they are going to be the one that you're going to hear about. They were a mix of... Shit, I don't even know how to describe it. Techno Scar? What do you reckon I'm at? Techno Scar, a bit of rock and roll. <laughs> Techno Scar with a bit of rock and roll. Bit, a bit of uh, just wild stuff. A bit of an uh, electric callboy, maybe. A bit of a... Uh, I just... If you're going to form a band... I know I said it with Callis just now, but if you're going to form a band to absolutely be the best thing at a festival when everyone's in the mood, then it's going to be Fat Dog. I think you're going to hear from them again. He the, just... The, the hold they had on the audience was wild. First mosh pit I've seen all weekend... But also, the singer <laughs> spent the last half of the set in the middle of the audience um, with everybody sitting down during the quiet bits, then everybody surrounding him and standing up and jumping up and down for the little bits. It was just fucking great. Watch out for Fat Dog. You're going to hear about him. My, uh, he was absolutely nutty. My ever-elucidating uh, Mrs. Culture has pointed out what the vibe was for Fat Dog. We saw Gorgel Bordello at Reading Festival a few years ago and then at the UEA in Norwich. Oh, the whole place was just bouncing like crazy. Yeah, that's very much the, uh, the vibe that Fat Dog had. They are a party band. Party <laughs> I think band. everyone in there was grinning. Everyone was in on the vibe. Yeah, cool. Right, on to the next thing. I think we're aiming for Rosie Plain. Right, we're in St. Stephen's now, just in Car Machine. Now, we've gone from Techno Scar of Fat Dog to uh, Hindustani Psych 
rock. Rock, yeah. Some guy shredding a sitar and playing a theremin and just all around good vibes. And the nice thing is, the uh, the singer of this band, of Car Machine, I've seen him at so many of the other bands' performances today, absolutely going for it. Really cool. What a great festival. I'm running out of superlatives, so I'm going to press stop and go and have a wee.